we have a responsibility to serve now more than ever. And I think it's a great time for us to actually go back and reevaluate who we believe we are. They are dealing with the emotional response to the impending collapse of the Republic. Take a step back and look at the blessings that we, we have on a day-to-day -day basis. This is the Coaches Council. We are six elite coaches dedicated to serving and ending personal struggle for high performers in business, health, and relationships. As a collective, we have built and helped build six, seven, and eight-figure businesses, dominated multiple industries, coached and played in pro sports leagues, and developed the strongest, most intimate relationships. This isn't your average podcast. It's for the hungry, the dedicated, the doers, for those that have a dream and truly want that dream to become their everyday reality. Those that want to take action, leave their ego at the door, and own every level of their life. If that's you, then step into the Coach's Council as we rewrite the truths to living a high-performance life. Welcome back to another week of the Coach's Council. We are super excited. We got an action-packed and valueful episode for you guys here. Furloughs, layoffs, and job loss. I was talking to somebody the other day, and... Uh, they said, if you don't add a high income skill set, knowledge, or another revenue stream during this time that we are in, you don't lack time, you actually lack discipline. And it, was, it really resonated with me because I've been hearing so many, I mean, I'm sure all of us have heard that excuse, I don't have the time, I don't have the time. Uh, but well, now we have nothing but time. So with that, Craig, what have you found and what is something that anybody out there, anybody listening that's in a situation where they have been furloughed, they've been laid off, their job's been cut, their business is suffering, what is something that they can add immediately to see uh, a drastic upside in uh, the situation they're in? All right. So I'm going to go back in time to 2002 when I was fired from a job and it was really hurtful to me and... I was in a very depressive state. I would get up late, you know, within an hour I was taking a nap, you know, I was eating frosted flakes for breakfast, which is why I had that nap. And I know what it's like to be in this situation where you know you're supposed to be doing something. You're supposed to be looking for that job or, you know, growing that high income skill. And I look back and I wish that I had been very militant about my discipline and my rigidity in my structure. And so if I'm going from being laid off from a job where I was getting up at seven in the office by nine, you know, home by five 30, I, I would return to that. And so listen, maybe you've gone through a honeymoon phase of you've ate all the snacky snacks in the house and you've watched all the Harry Potter movies like John has probably watched twice now. And you're like, okay, that was fun. I need to get my act together. And so I'm a big believer in discipline through subtraction. Remove all the temptations from the house and get your back, butt back on a regular schedule and start with the hardest thing first. Dive into some skill set learning as soon as you can in the morning. You've won the day. I mean, there was, you take a look at it and there was 6.6 .6 million people uh, over the first three days here have applied for um, unemployment. And there's, I think, I mean, this is a very big generalization on my part, but how many of those people do you think are actually going to be able to step up to the plate and actually not sit on what they're pulling in, but be able to figure out what that next move is and be able to actually take that 
help that they're getting, that aid that they're getting, and take action on it. Pradeep, what is it that you would say the first thing that you should do is, or the first opportunity that you could utilize that and not go into that state that Craig was talking about and exude a little bit of discipline? Yeah, well, that's a really big question. You're absolutely right. And I think the toll is actually up to close to 9 million now that are have applied for unemployment. So the stats are just climbing. That's a massive number. There's going to be a lot of people that are sitting there. The first thing I would say is really find out who you are. So the identity is so important, right? It goes back to the core of our belief system. And I think it's a great time for us to actually go back and reevaluate who we believe we are. And this, this is a core. So anytime there's someone in front of me that says they're not getting what they want, the first question I ask is, who do you believe you are? And so that really determines their level of actions because a firm belief, here's the model that I like to use, is that your identity then creates your stories, your stories then create your decisions, and your decisions then determine your actions, which lead to your outcomes. So it all comes down to who you believe you are. And if you really focus on the identity piece, and this is a great opportunity because we can reconstruct our identities. And I'll give an example similar to Craig. I wasn't fired, but I chose to leave the corporate world. But when I left, Matt, I felt like a nobody. I felt like there was, uh, like I had to start from scratch. Like I had zero skills because I was looking at all these other influencers. I was looking at guys like Gary Vee and Tony Robbins and all these guys and saying, you know what, who am I? And then I, and I had to reset myself and say, who am, like, what is my identity? What do I actually believe I am? Or who do I believe I am? What are the stories that I'm telling myself? And I had to reset that. And I think if you tell yourself the right stories, then you start making the decisions. And if we go, go into it from a, a brain perspective, our brain works based on our identity and it will not do things outside of who it believes it is. So if you can determine your identity, outline that identity, and what I basically tell people is just write down three things that you want to have as part of your identity. And sometimes you gotta, you gotta fake it till you make it but if you start living that day in and day out and start behaving that way, you will actually start to believe that. And so for me, when I came out of that slump, you can say, um, I was you know, a visionary, a leader, and a driver. Those are the three things I kept telling myself until I actually started to act that way and then actually get the outcomes of that. So I think it fundamentally comes down to who are you and actually being able to reconstruct yourself. The Coaches Council is powered by Can I Brands an all-natural, pure CBD company without THC that encompasses our passion for health, wellness, and fitness. Visit canibrands.com and use promo code TOGETHER30 to enhance your wellness journey. A lot of times when we're trying to figure out who we are, I know I had a big uh, issue with this was when I was leaving uh, the NHL and, and moving on uh, to that next chapter of my life was I had been... Uh, I had developed so many of these uh, self-limiting beliefs and had developed, uh, like you even spoke about that imposter syndrome of uh, who am I to do this or uh, what, how can I step into this, this role? And you have these self-limiting beliefs that you've developed over time. Now, Brian, what is some different ways in which you can really identify what those self-limiting beliefs are and step outside of them and really um, be able to step up and own that new truth and that new belief to shape whatever it is that like Pradeep talked about that outcome that you want and exude the discipline that Craig spoke about. Well, I think it's two things. You know, I talk about this, um, a very simple meal plan that I talk about and it's more than just eating it. It's, it's about how you consume everything. It's called DES 
Uh, don't eat shit. It's the most simple meal plan in the entire world. If you follow it, I promise you, you will have guaranteed results. And it's not just in your body, but it's in your mind. And the problem is we consume so much junk. You know, your body, you're going to get fat if you consume junk. Your brain is going to get fat. Your attitude is going to get fat. Your mindset is going to get fat. Your effort is going to get fat if you're consuming the wrong type of content. So first, it comes down to that in terms of knowing what are you trying to consume, what are you not trying to consume? Because one is either feeding one or the other. It's either feeding one beast or another. It's either feeding positivity and growth and, and elevating or it's feeding negativity, complaining and being a victim mentality. So that's, that's the first thing. Now, when it comes to creating new beliefs for yourself, a lot of times people want to focus first on what do I want? What do I want to become? Who am I? What are my values? And that, those are 100%, as we've talked about so many times before, those are essential for you to have discipline. Because, see, discipline, you have to know who you are to be disciplined. Otherwise, it's like discipline for what? Like discipline is a byproduct of knowing what you stand for. If you don't know what you stand for, then, then ain't nobody going to be disciplined. But before you can really figure out who you are and creating this new identity for yourself, what I believe is the most important thing for people to start off with is write down what you know you for sure do not want in your life. Make a list of all the things that you know for sure you do not want to be. I do not want to be a complainer. I do not want to be somebody who takes the easy road. I do not want to be somebody who quits. I do not want to be someone who's negative. I do not write all those things down because that's going to be a really list, easy list for people to start off with first. That values, creating your values, creating all type of stuff, it's like we can talk about it, but everybody here knows how much work we had to go through to figure out what our values really were. And when you write that list down of things that you know you for sure do not want in your life, what you will no longer tolerate, you're going to pick like the three to five things that you feel the most strongly about. And typically your values are on the opposite side of that. You know, so if gossip, negativity, if you feel so strongly about that, well then probably authenticity honesty and strong communication is probably going to be one of your strongest core values. So value, there's, there's so much value of knowing what you don't want. Get all that off the table because all these too many opportunities, opportunities, we hear this so much, especially right now, there's so many opportunities, but that actually slows people down because it, it, it paralyzes them because there's too many things on the table. Get what you know that you don't want to do off the table then of the four to five things, you can start picking what you want to do, who you want to become, and you can start building those skill sets. See, the skill sets must support who you're trying to become. What good is having skill sets if that's not what you're trying to become? And so that's really the shift that needs to happen in that process. No, you're exactly right. And you spoke about being paralyzed. And it, it comes back to that positive versus negative stress that you start to uh, feel and develop in these areas and tapping into that sympathetic or parasympathetic nervous system. And when we get too far into that sympathetic nervous system, we have that fight, flight, or freeze thing happen. And we're not able to take action. We're not able to really dial in to our purpose, our values, our, those things that really drive us. And John, when we're going through this and we find ourselves balancing between these positive and negative stress portions, how do we go into that positive stress side? How do we eliminate the negative stress or mitigate the, um, the effects that it's going to have on us? Drugs, probably. 
Um, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I don't want to sidestep that question, but I do need to address this because you know you op- you open this this episode this conversation with a meme that's going around which says you know if you don't come out of this quarantine with a new skill a side hustle starter or more knowledge you never lack time you lack discipline, and I think that is some of the most narrow minded condescending privilege driven bullshit that I have ever heard in my fucking life, and there. There, you know, it comes from a position of like, yes, if you are already an entrepreneur or already someone whose primary um, limitation was maybe time or like, but there is an there is an entire group of people, six point six million people or nine million people who have been knocked down a peg on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, where they can no longer like they they are now teachers to their children. They are stay-at-home parents. They are dealing with the emotional response to the impending collapse of the Republic happening and being accelerated by exposure to a global pandemic about which they need to be concerned in terms of their own health and that of their families, which is resulting in the death of thousands of people per day. And maybe the trauma of that, coupled with all of the practical concerns, has put them at the red line of their emotional and psychological bandwidth. And that is you usurping some of the energy that they might otherwise use to start a side business or learn to play the fucking guitar. These are people, like many people don't have more time now, they have less. Because in addition to now having to be with their families and be with their kids, they're also just like dealing with the emotional energy suck of being in constant worry and anxiety. And while to Craig's point, it is absolutely beneficial to put in place, whether whether it is a, a system of, of time management or a system of energy management, the fact is this is this is new for so many people who one day thought they were gonna get up and go to work and told that they're not gonna do that for months at a time. And then to Pradeep's point, yes, they have to now reestablish who they are in their own minds because many identity-defining characteristics of who they are and how they see themselves as whether it is a chef or you know a coat or or whatever, that has been removed. The actual one of one of the 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 pillars upon which our personality and our, and our sense of identity rests is how we contribute to the world. And our society tends to do that based on monetary compensation and productivity and impact. And now that has been removed, which also has the emotional ties of removing their ability to positively contribute to their family. And so now you have uh, you know, probably an entire generation of people who are in deep uncertainty, existential angst, and not being able to start a side hustle at this particular time is incredibly understandable. And so when we take something like this meme that applies to a hyper-specific population of people in privilege who are, let's say, like, straight white or near white men and women who were already in a position of having enough financial stability that they can now like just have a little bit of breathing room and start doing these things like yeah to those people it applies but when you extrapolate this 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 information or this this idea this ideology that is really only applicable to a very specific population or a few small specific populations and put it out in the world from a position of authority what you're really doing is inculcating greater shame on people who are not in a position to take advantage of the extra time because they're dealing with people fucking dying in their life they're 
maybe they're caregivers, maybe they're, it's just, it's asininity of the highest order. It's condescending bullshit. And that is what the majority of people are going to be experiencing over the coming months. There's a subset of individuals, and yeah, it's probably like the customer avatar for this content. There's a subset of people for whom like they are young and healthy and they're going to be relatively safe. And the, the, the economic piece of this and, and the uncertainty is going to be the greatest hurdle for them to overcome. And they are not going to be like deeply psychologically damaged. And so, yeah, they have time to, to start their side hustle. But if you, if you are like really dealing with now having to figure out food, shelter, water, and you're one of the 9 million people filing for unemployment because you're not sure how you're going to feed your family or pay your rent within the next 60 days, get through the fucking day. And I don't care if it's Harry Potter or the snacks or whatever. Like you have to start with the absolute most base behaviors. Like, yes, get up on time make your bed, like do the things that you can do, control the things that you can control. But if we get through this without seeing massive spikes in, in mental illnesses or suicides or people like really having dangers from anxiety disorders, that is a win as a society, you know? And like, I don't, I don't think it's okay to tell people like, don't consume all the negativity in the news. Like, no, know what's going on in the world. You know, the, the governor of Georgia, went on TV two days ago and said with only within the, the past 24 hours was he made aware that COVID-19 was uh, contagious when you were asymptomatic. Th this is information that has been available for at least three weeks to the public. And you have a person in, in, at the highest government official in one of the most populous states in, the, in one of the most populous countries in the world, either outright lying or claiming ignorance. And in the face of all of that, I think it is very understandable that the majority of people should not be made to feel badly for not being able to pick up a skill because they're trying to figure out how to get through this period. Now, for sure. to, you, no, to your question, for I, the I people- wanna, I wanna touch on something you were talking about there though. You've talked about it, you, you've touched on it a couple times here. And I think this comes back to a lot of, we've, we've addressed this in the past a little bit in terms of ego, but just about knowing who we are and this level of vulnerability that we're experiencing during this time, what, what is it that we can do to ease into that without having it hit us like a, like a freight train in the face? Because this whole thing has turned into exactly like you said, a freight chain to the face in so many ways. I think that the things that everybody can do are like, start small, like make sure that you are doing something to take care of your mental health every day. And it doesn't need to be improving it. It just needs to be checking in on yourself and having some level of stability. And to Craig's point, if that means like, you know, taking action, that's fine for other people. It might be finding a community of people to whom you speak about what you're going through in terms of your depression. But when there are people who do not suffer from mental health, having conversations that exclude people who do, and the and, and you know the, the great cultural trauma that this rift is causing, it, it really is demeaning to those individuals who are just trying to get through life under the best of circumstances. And now they are being beset with massive financial stress, with with concerns about about the health of the populace, and also like 
this is this is like a very isolating experience for people for anyone in general but but certainly those people so to your point like nothing that anyone has said is wrong it's just not completely right because it, it really is speaking from the mountaintop we are all in a very privileged position where this particular incident this this massive historical fucking cosmic accident happened at the time in our lives where we had simply advanced to the point where we're like four levels up on Maslow's hierarchy of need and we have the advantage of looking down from on high and being like, oh, well, we're not going to be that affected and like we'll figure out new revenue streams. But for the people who were like just trying to survive and like lived in the gig economy who might be listening to this because they're looking for a way to start supplementing their income, yeah, maybe they should be listening to like more beginner podcasts or whatever else. But I, it's just like doing them a disservice and, and not like honoring that the fact that we don't have to struggle the way that they do is it's it's dishonorable and it, and it really I, it's shameful and I and I don't think that any of us are men who don't look at the struggles of other people with compassion and so I just don't want to let it pass because when we pass around memes like that or when we lionize people who say insensitive bullshit we demean ourselves and our audience by by pretending that we don't know what's going on and everyone here is above that. So if you happen to be in the population of people who, who like, yes, has suddenly have more time because you don't have children or because, yeah, you're locked at home and your biggest problem is, um, you know, your, your already existing online business revenue is dropping. There's tons of things that you can do. If you are one of the probably billion people on the planet who, in addition to being at risk for the pandemic, is also going to be more greatly affected by economic collapse, then like figure out how you could survive. Nothing that anyone has said in terms of figuring yourself out or understanding your ego or asking yourself these questions or giving yourself these behaviors, none of that is incorrect. But it exists within the container of do you have the existing tools necessary to even begin incorporating those habits into your life? Are you suddenly finding yourself waking up at 5.30 with your children instead of 7.30 for work? Are you finding yourself in a position where now you have the skill, the knowledge that you have to develop is not for your side hustle. It's not the ability to play guitar. It's not coding. It's now I have to figure out how to teach third grade math. And there are so many of those people, most of the people are in that boat. This audience for whom this content is like hyper specifically applicable, like, yeah, start journaling, wake up at the same time every day, like try to go for a fucking run, but never ever forget that if, if the biggest problem you are facing right now is that you have all this time and like you're facing that Parkinson's law experience where now you have almost too much freedom and paradoxically that paralyzes you. Like wake up every morning and say fucking thank you to the universe that this happened at the time when you were advanced enough in your life or career or circumstances existent so that you were not completely, completely raw fucked by the universe. And then do the things that everyone else is saying to do. But beyond that, I go back to my first answer. If you need to figure out a way to be happy, drugs. <laughs> I think, I mean, you've hit on so many key points there and so many big points. And I think the people that are in that, um, that different space, I think they almost have just like we've talked about here this whole time in which we've put this group together for is we have a responsibility to serve now more than ever. And we have a responsibility to step up and help those people that are in a 
different situation. The people that have to learn the skills that are outside of adding a new income stream or outside of uh, figuring out what uh, self-actualization is really all about and taking that step down like you spoke about in Maslow's hierarchy of needs to where am I going to sleep? Where am I going to get my meal? Where am I going to, how am I going to stay safe? And I know Drew, you've, you've got uh, kids of your own being a single dad at home that you're trying to balance all this with. And where would you encourage a lot of people to start? Where would you encourage a lot of people to go um, in order to find that, uh, that next step within navigating this space? Yeah, that's a good question. And uh, after listening to John, it really hit home to me that sometimes I come across as if we have the answers for everyone. But to be totally honest with you guys and, and open and vulnerable to everyone listening, like this was way harder than I thought it would be. Even though I have tools like meditation, a gratitude journal, uh, going out in the sun every day, exercising, um, supplements, healthy food, <clears throat> I had no idea how hard this was going to affect me emotionally being a dad to two daughters where I have to put them through school and find the balance of like, all right, here's how much time you can play, but then also here's how much time you have to do homework. And here's how much time I need to spend on this podcast, for example, and ignore them while they hopefully are doing homework. And then the guilt and the shame of trying to be perfect sometimes of, of like, okay, did, am I doing enough as a teacher, as a father, as a business owner? And I didn't realize how hard this was going to be to be totally honest with you. And so it's been an eye opener for me, even though I have all these tools, I am doing all the things that, you know, waking up early, journaling, meditation, you know, supplementation, food, exercise, a lot of that stuff will help for sure. If, if I was not doing those things, I, I definitely know I would be in a lot worse situation. To be totally honest with you, um, the, the, the next steps for me is, uh, you know, John mentioned drugs, <laughs> for example, but uh, the other thing I would add to that list is service finding ways to give to others. Right now, it might suck for you and your situation. What's something you could do to help someone else out? Is it a Zoom call? Is it a text message? Is it uh, like, for example, today, my daughters are doing a, a Zoom call with all their cousins from all over the country to do like a little talent show. Um, you know, what, what ways can you give back? Like for me and my business, I'm trying to, because I am struggling emotionally, to be totally honest with you guys, like I said, but okay, what can I do? I can give out, maybe I'll do more uh, free at-home workouts. Maybe I'll give away my programs for free or maybe I will um, do some giveaways to my audience to do like a Skype session for free. I think service would be another thing where you kind of lose yourself a little bit to give back to other people to find purpose again. So I would I would say that that is something you could add to the list as well. Find ways you could give back. And I do believe in karma. I do believe good things will come to you even though it doesn't. people aren't paying you for that. I think it comes back because it makes you feel good. And I think it'll come back full circle in the end. No, I mean, you're, you're exactly right. And I think for everybody listening and the biggest takeaways is we have an opportunity to serve. We have an opportunity to step up. We have an opportunity to lead and we have an opportunity to really take a step back and look at the blessings that we, we have on a day-to-day basis. And that's, uh, I mean, quite frankly, that's how I start every single single one of my days is looking for gratitude. And, and I know we've talked about that before and finding the, the good in what situation we are in. And by no means are we blocking out what's going on uh, to the majority of uh, Americans and people around the world. But it is, again, our time and this opportunity for us to step up 
to lead, to take that level of vulnerability and empathy that the world needs, that we can ultimately move forth and, and serve. So with that, everybody stay hungry, stay humble, and we'll see you next week.